Hey guys, what's up? It's Steph from the Glitter Twins. And um, this is my third podcast episode that I'm filming today. And this is going to be another book one. This time I'm going to keep it pretty short, but very valuable. And this is actually the most recent book that I just finished reading like two days ago. It's called Mastery by Robert Greene. And he also wrote The 48 Laws of Power. Um, And he wrote a couple other books as well. I think he just came out with a new book too. So I really love him as an author. He, He does a lot of research. He puts a lot of work. Um, his books take a long time to finish, and they're actually, they're not easy reads. And his books are, well, this one is about 300 pages. So the book is called Mastery by Robert Greene, and I'm just going to open up to a highlighted part because you guys know I like to highlight all the good parts and then read them back. And I mostly highlighted um, a lot in the beginning Um, But then I stopped highlighting after that because I usually don't highlight on the bus, and this was my bus book. So it's mostly going to be the beginning that I read from, which is actually um, really a lot of valuable information. Uh, This is page 12. If you're following along, by the way, if you have this book, um, definitely open up the book, follow along with me, and we can kind of go through the book together. Once again, the book's called Mastery by Robert Greene, page 12. This intense connection and desire allows them to withstand the pain of the process, the self-doubts, the tedious hours of practice and study, the inevitable setbacks, the endless barbs from the envious. They develop a resiliency and confidence that others lack. In our culture, we tend to equate thinking and intellectual powers with success and achievement. In many ways, however, it is an emotional quality that separates those who master a field from the many who simply work at a job. Our levels of desire, patience, persistence, and confidence end up playing a much larger role in success than sheer reasoning power. Feeling motivated and energized, we can overcome almost anything. Feeling bored and restless, our minds shut off and we become increasingly passive. Wow. So, yes, I can definitely relate to this, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can as well we've all experienced feelings of or times when think about a time right now and maybe you're in this time period right now when you felt motivated and energized I'm actually I'm not at the peak of this level yet but I can definitely feel myself definitely transitioning into this side where I'm feeling motivated and energized Um, but then I can also think back to a time you know just a couple weeks ago where I was feeling Uh, It was more like a couple months ago, actually, where I was feeling bored and restless. And yeah, it's true. Your mind shuts off and you just become passive. Everything is just happening in your life and you're just kind of watching life pass you by versus actually being in it. And um, you're feeling motivated. You're feeling energized. You're ready to go. Every, Every situation is an opportunity for you to act. Um, And you are not passive, you're not passive. You are actually aggressive. And there's nothing wrong with being aggressive. Aggressive gets a bad rep, but aggressive is important. So it also says, today we have the kind of access to information and knowledge that past masters could only dream about. No more than ever, we have the capacity and freedom to move toward the, inclina- the inclination that all of us possess as part of our genetic uniqueness. 
Although we might find ourselves at a historical moment, rich in possibilities for mastery, in much more and more people can move toward their inclinations. We in fact face one last obstacle in attaining such power, one that is cultural and insidiously dangerous. The very concept of mastery has become um, associated with something old-fashioned and even unpleasant. We live in a world that seems beyond or increasingly beyond our control. A natural response when, feel, when people feel overwhelmed is to retreat into various forms of passivity. If we don't try too much in life, if we limit our circle of action, we can give ourselves the illusion of control. The less we attempt, the less chances of failure. If we can make it look like we're not really responsible for our fate, for what happens to our lives, then our apparent powerlessness is more palpable. Um, conforming to social, to social norms, you will listen more to others than your own voice. You may choose a career path based on what peers and parents tell you or on what seems lucrative. Your work becomes mechanical. In this way, you become increasingly passive and never move past the first phase. You may grow frustrated and depressed, never realizing that the source of it is your alienation from your own creative potential. First, you must see your attempt at attaining mastery as something extremely necessary and positive. The world is teeming with problems. Many of them are own creation. To solve them will require a tremendous amount of effort and creativity. So I just read a lot, and believe it or not, that was all my highlighted parts in only three pages. So I highlighted a lot. There's a lot of really good nuggets in here um, because it's getting to the juicy part right away. It's saying, um, you know, this book is about mastery. What does mastery mean? It means mastering someone, be or <laughs> mastering someone, mastering something. And it's mostly talking about your career. So the work that you do, it's not talking about just, you know, um, hopping from job to job. It's talking about Find something that you really are passionate about and doing that and being committed to actually obtain mastery and do that for like decades and decades and decades and to become extremely good at it. Most of us will never achieve mastery. We're just going to be okay. Um, But to truly master something, first of all, you need to put in 10,000 hours worth of work, 10,000 hours. Um, and not only that, you actually have to have the discipline to stick it out. Um, because most of us, you know, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I can be a little bit, quote unquote, ADD. I'm not ADD, but you know what I mean? Like, attention span can sometimes be lower. And that can create, um, that can create, um, you just hopping from thing to thing without really, um, focusing in on one thing and trying to master that so it says we must create our own world or we will die from inaction we need to find our way back to the concept of mastery that defined us as a species so many millions of years ago the passive ironic attitude is not cool or romantic but pathetic and destructive you are setting an example of what can be achieved as a master in the modern world you are contributing to the most important cause of all the survival and prosperity of the human race in a time of stagnation.
Second, you must convince yourself of the following. People get the mind and the quality of brain that they deserve through their actions in life. Wow, I actually really like this. Um, I'm going to read it one more time. You must convince yourself of the following. People get the mind and quality of brain that they deserve through their actions in life. I definitely have been experienced in this. Um, your mindset, you hear people talk about mindset a lot, and, and maybe you understand what that means, maybe you don't. But your mindset is how you are viewing your situation. Um, and not only that, how you're viewing your situation is basically based on what actions you take. So you might think that it starts with your mindset, but if you're stuck in a rut with your mindset and you know you don't have the best mindset, um, the best thing that you have to do is to start taking action. So as soon as you start taking action, your brain actually starts to change and your mind starts to change because it's realizing that you can actually do these things that before were just ideas. So the more that you put your ideas to work and actually make your ideas reality, um, the more your brain is going to change and actually become better and you're going to have a better mindset. So that's what it's talking about in this book. It says neuroscience, um, recent discoveries in neuroscience are overturning long-held beliefs that the brain is genetically hardwired. Scientists are demonstrating the degree to which the brain is actually quite plastic how our thoughts determine our mental landscape. Um, it is possible that more and more will be discovered about how deeply we create the various patterns of our lives through certain mental operations, how we are truly responsible for so much of what happens to us. And that could be hard for a lot of people to digest because if you think about it, we are responsible for so much of our lives. And especially if you're living a shitty life, that could be a hard thing to accept. So, but you guys know, you know, the first thing to changing is always accepting what is real right now. So actually being aware, it's always awareness of your true reality right now without sugarcoating it. What is your life actually like, especially if it is in your control? Is this what you want your life to actually be? So that is definitely something that, you know, I, this is why I highlighted it. It's important for me to ingrain this in my brain because I definitely want to know this. Um, people who are passive create a mental landscape that is rather barren. Because of their limited experiences and action, all kinds of connections in the brain will die off from lack of use. Pushing against the passive trend of these times, you must work to see how far you can extend control of your circumstances and create the kind of mind you desire. Not through drugs, but through action. Unleashing, unleashing the masterful mind within, you will be at the vanguard of those who are exploring the extended limits of human willpower. If you looked at all the amazing human beings in life that have really stood out that everybody knows and they've accomplished a lot, they are really extending the limits of human willpower, as it's saying. We can do a lot of stuff. We are all capable as human beings to accomplish a lot, but we are constantly falling short of what we actually can do. We are not using up our full potential at all times. And a lot of us know this. We know we have so much potential, but we're only using a little bit of it. When in reality, we actually could be using a lot more. We really could. So 
this book, he's talking about that. Once again, the book is called Mastery by Robert Greene. And as you can see, that, that was page 14. I mean, the beginning of the book is just gold. Like, if you could go to the library and just read the beginning of this book, you would be blown away by how much information there is in here that, that's actually really helpful for your life that nobody talks about. You know, um, your friends aren't going to just talk about this with you. It, this is the kind of thing where you read it in books and you're like, wow, this is crazy. So I hope you guys learned a little bit from this. Um, I'm going to definitely be doing more of these book book um, reviews. They're not really reviews, but in the future because I really like this. And, you know, I don't like to act like I know a lot, but I like to um, kind of teach what I'm learning. You know, I'm still, I'm 23 years old. I haven't had that long here on earth. I haven't learned that much, but I am in the process of learning. And so I want to share everything that I'm learning with you guys because I think a lot of us are all in the same boat here where we're trying to figure out our lives. And, you know, even if you're 50, you probably still don't have your life figured out. So it's not just about age. It's also just about your mindset and, and how much you've accomplished. I hope you guys can read this book. Once again, it's called Mastery by Robert Greene. Um, catch you guys in the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.